Today we have a special episode for you that we're dropping. We had the opportunity to interview the new Heads men's basketball coach, Jason Mays, recently. And here's the interview. Uh, we have with us a special guest this week. We have the new head men's basketball coach of Montgomery County, Jason Mays. Welcome, Coach. Thank you, guys. Sorry, Thank I'm you for two minutes late, but uh, I'm excited to be here with you guys. I've I... talked to some of my friends here, and you guys are uh, all well respected in this community. So, oh, well, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he must be talking to the wrong people. <laughs> Well, one guy was in prison for six years. <laughs> okay. Did he have the tat under the left eye? That's the one. That sounds, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. So, Coach, we, uh, we, we, we're we really glad to have you on here. One of the things, I don't know what, what you know about us yet, but we started out as a wrestling podcast, Neil and myself. He's not here tonight. We started out with this vision of, of having this pro wrestling podcast, and we did that for – Pretty close to a year. Which is and, awesome, by the way. Yeah. And, and we just, we weren't getting the follows. So, one day we just thought, well, why don't we just do a from corner to corner sports desk edition? Well, switching that category shot our listens way up. And we're like, hmm, maybe we're on to something here. And, and, and Wes and Adam both were like, man, don't quit the podcast. We really enjoy it. So, they were super encouraging behind it. And so then we kind of started, like, they'd do a spot visit. And then the next thing you know, they were on here full-time. And we changed our logo. They, you know, we our, at the core, we always did, like, Mount Rushmore's and stuff. So so our logo is us on the Mount Rushmore. And you can go ahead and tell them, that beard has never looked better than it does in granite. <laughs> it's trimmed down right now, Coach. You can't tell. But when it grows out. I, I was going to say that. That beard is awesome. <laughs> this one could use some work. I mean, did you did you cut it back from when that was? Oh yeah, that's yeah. a really neat logo. Yeah. Uh, well, we and Sean, I can definitely tell which one is you. Definitely right. <laughs> so found a we found a guy on on Twitter, and uh, he uh, does a lot of logo stuff for the WWE. And so I sent him a message telling him what our inspiration was, and I basically just said, hey. This, this, what can you do? And that's what he came up that's with. That's really neat. Yeah, so uh, that was that was fantastic. Are you guys so. on Twitter? We're on Twitter. Uh, we're on TikTok. We're on YouTube. What's your Twitter? Uh, it is... Um, From Corner to Corner Pod. No, it's... PC. Uh, it's PC. Cor- corner to Corner PC. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're already following you. Okay. So, um, so... So, yeah, so then we did the sports thing. And then back in the fall, Adam comes up with the idea of us trying to get more local. Like, in order to grow the podcast, let's try to get more local. So we started doing a, the weekly From Corner to Corner Athlete of the Week Award. So we've hooked up with the bowling coaches, the the basketball coaches, because that's pretty much what it's been so far since we started doing that. And we kind of look all throughout the performances. And then every Wednesday, we drop the From Corner to Corner Athlete of the Week Award. We're trying to get that sponsored because what we would like to do ultimately is build a scholarship program for that to where at the end of the year, we can give a a $500 scholarship to girls and boys, you know, athletes, to, to help with their college tuition. that That's our ultimate goal. And then start there and work our way up. So that's why we're like, okay, well, let's work on the – so now we're, like, really focused on trying to build the local stuff. Then we can branch out to the district and ultimately to the region, and I don't know. Who knows where it goes, right? i tell you what. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I haven't listened to you guys yet, but that will change. I, I try to – get my fat butt moving every day usually walk uh four to five miles um and that's what i do and now also other than when i'm walking i'm driving a lot because we still live in ashland mm-hmm. i'm still teaching in ashland for a few more weeks and so um i'm making this hour and 20 minute commute one way yeah lunch right now i listen to a lot of podcasts so yeah. i think podcasts are um, a great way to get information out to educate uh to entertain to inform, yeah. Um, 
I absolutely love listening to podcasts. Yeah. One of the ironic things, my wife, she's hooked on these murder mystery podcasts. Oh, yeah. I've listened to she's them. She's doing yeah. the Murdoch one right now. Uh, there's one on the Murdoch murders. Yep, that one's insane. She's li- and the, she listened to the one, uh, the Piketon, Ohio murders. I don't know if you've listened to that one. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, I'm like, really? You know? But there's podcasts. Where I listen to a lot of U.S. history ones, a lot of leadership ones, obviously a lot of coaching um, not just basketball, but uh, I learned a lot from uh, football. And uh, but uh, the fact that you started with the wrestling, uh, that's pretty neat. But yeah, I think you're on something good. You're giving back. So uh, kudos and, to you guys. And that, that's, I mean, and that's what we want to do. And, and so, like, so the the day that the news broke that we were going to be making a coaching change right. in Montgomery County. I don't remember which one of you. You better give me credit. Was it I you? said if we want to win, Jason Mays yeah. is the guy. Yeah, he, he's immediately like Jason Mays is the higher. There is nobody else because I'm like okay. I'm from West Virginia, so you being right. in Ashland, it's about an hour from Ashland, Crum, West Virginia. Yeah. I graduated from Tulsa, yeah. so I've I've obviously watched you and on my town TV and all that. The 33 and 0 team that got wow. ruined by COVID. Like, that season, I was hooked more on you all's games than I was theirs, I think. Like, seeing when they were live. (laughs) So, I knew what you were about. I knew that you you were a winner. And that's kind of what we were and kind of what we want to get back to. Yeah. And I knew, like, hey, if he's out there, if he wants this job, this is the guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's not lying. I mean, like, that's that's all we talked about for hours. And I'm like, of course, you know, I run a roofing company, so like I work a lot with that kind of stuff. Sean, is there anything that you don't do? <laughs> right? <laughs> no. Well, I bowl on Monday nights normally, so so now we're very active in the church. So there, there's a lot with that, but I don't get the opportunity because my daughter bowled. So so that was my sports season, right? Mm-hmm. I'm always with her bowling, but like these guys, they they know everybody. They know all these coaches. They they they. Immediate was like, look, if we're going to win, we got to get Jason. And I thought that was pretty cool. And then the day that the news broke that you were getting the job, they were ecstatic. And I mean, so, and it's, and, you know, seeing your, just in your week of, of time prep that you've put in to Facebook and Twitter and the community and trying to bring back some of the old, the old guys from the past and stuff, the excitement that I'm seeing from this automatically is a whole different level than anything we've ever seen that I've seen in Montgomery County. I'm not from Montgomery County, married into Montgomery County. So, like, I remember Happy's team when we went to the state tournament. Mm -hmm. That was the one year me and Chase went to most of the ball games. But we we just really haven't on that. So I really don't know um, a lot about it. But I was looking at your resume from – Ashland, and it's very impressive. I mean, oh, for you. sure. And it gives me, you know, one of our things is we always talk about the goosies. It gives me the goosies, the goosies. To, to know that you're here. Because, <laughs> and so I thought about this today a lot, and I'm like, look, I don't want to put a lot of pressure on you, but you know, we just saw what Fairley Dickinson did. About uh, that? You know, the, the you know coach taking over a four win team, and then he takes them to the tournament next year. So all I need to know is, do you think we can beat Warren Central in the championship <laughs> game next year? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Fairly Dickinson could be one of them. That team had some dogs. No, I tell you and what. They're young. I, I know, I know Tobin. Uh, Tobin was at St. Thomas Aquinas, the Division Two, and uh, the year I was at Kentucky Wesleyan as the associate coach, we played a um, early. It was the opening weekend of Division Two season that year. We played in the Ford Center in Evansville, and they were in it. We were in it. Southern Indiana was in it, and so was uh, Montevallo out of Alabama, right outside Birmingham. And I got to watch his team play twice. And, man, they were a well-oiled machine. That was in 2017, uh, November of 17. So um, we stayed in touch since then a little bit. And uh, I'm also really good friends with the staff at Merrimack College. And a lot of people have never heard of Merrimack. Um, I think it's Merrimack College. I don't think it's Merrimack University. It's in – uh, North Andover, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. which is right on the Massachusetts New Hampshire state line. Right. And I've got a point to this. Um, and Merrimack is a newly, a new Division One team yep. 
this, this is their they just finished their second year yeah. in Division One, coming from Division Two, and they're in the NEC conference. They actually beat FDU mm-hmm. yep. in yeah. the tournament championship game, and because of some stupid rule, same thing happened to Bellarmine last yeah. year in the yep. A Sun. Two yeah. years in a row, yeah, they went back to back. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they went back to back champions. Yeah. Bell, uh, Bellarmine did. And didn't make it either yeah. year. We, we talked about that on the show last week. It, what a stupid rule. Like, look, if you're good enough to come from Division Two and win your conference, right. then you should be able to go to the tournament. Especially now. I'm sure there's two sides to it. I, I don't – you know, I've coached at the Division Two level uh, at Valdosta State and at Wesleyan, and I don't really um, know – the NCAA. I know it costs a lot of money. If you if you're at Division two school and you want to go to Division one, first thing is you got to write a big check. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I think it's upward of a million dollars just right off the bat. And then there's a moratorium period where you have to, you're not eligible for postseason play for this. And every every year that comes, you get a little little bit bigger piece of the carrot. And I think it's either year three or four, you're fully eligible. But uh, it's tough recruiting during those years. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because they want to play in the tournament. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but you know, it's uh, but Merrimack, the, the coach, Coach Gallo is the head coach there, and um, they're one of the better zone teams in the country. And yeah. I've never been a zone coach, and I was going to put, I was going to play zone this year at Ashland, and so I did a deep dive in Merrimack zone, and I got to know their staff, and got to know their league, watched a lot of film. And got to know FDU's team through watching film and learning their zone, and so it's just been neat to sort of have a, just a little bit of an insider's perspective yeah. on that success that That's FDU's cool. having. Yeah. Tobin is one of the greatest. He's he's very humble. He's hardworking. He's high energy. I mean, you guys listen to him talk. He's a, he talks like he goes money. He'd win Talladega, but just by talking. You know? <laughs> I mean, he's just he's just he's excitable. He's four thoughts ahead of his current sentence already. You know. And um, so it's just it's just neat to uh, um, see the little guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Purdue. Are you kidding me? Right, right. Which I mean, I will take credit for this. I have you did not pick that game all year long. That Purdue was way overrated. But you didn't okay. think that FDU oh, was no, going to no. But I mean, I I knew they wasn't coming out of that first weekend. <laughs> I mean, well, the only people that had that pick was the monkeys that do it, you know. Yeah. On, on, on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of crazy. That, that's for sure. So, so you mentioned you were at at uh, Division Two, Valdosta State. Yeah. So wh- where where else have you? Where did you start? And you know, and then obviously you've ended up here in Montgomery County. But where did you start? And and where what's your, where's your career taking you so far? I'm I'm I'll be 47 on April Fool's Day. Um. So. I started coaching. I, I I was 21 when I got my first check to gotcha. coach college basketball. So I started really young. If I had to do it over again, it's a side note, but I would have went to a Division One school, been a GA, got my master's because I'm I'm in grad school right now. I I'm, I'm the worst grad school student in the history of grad school <laughs> students. But it's part you know I'm, I became a high school teacher and a coach five years ago, and right. I wasn't certified to teach. So, but I would have done that route. But I just I wanted to get right into it. And so I was 21. I was coaching. I got my first job offer was at a great prep school that you've uh, actually Tobin played at this at played at MCI. Okay. My first um, job offer was um, at Main Central Institute. The uh, it's got a Kentucky tie. The the head coach at the time was Max Good. In the 80s, Max Good was the head basketball coach at EKU, and um, probably one of the best defensive man to man coaches I've ever met in my life. He's a mentor. Love him to death. Um, he's crazy. Um, but, um, he, uh, uh, actually, I forgot the Tobin played at MCI. So there's another analogy, but, uh, he left, I took the job, was going to be the intramural director, be assistant coach there. We had Karan Butler, who's now assistant coach for the huh. Miami Heat. We had DeMar Johnson who played for the Hawks, played at Cincinnati, played for Huggins, then mm-hmm. went to the Hawks. We had, um, Avery Queen, uh, John Brown, who's coach at Woodford County. He was on that team. They ended up going to Pitt, um, uh, Clinton Sims, who was from Paris, yeah, uh, that's where he went to prep school, and then, and then went to Boston College, and then transferred later on to EKU. But they had twelve Division One Sunnies on the team. Um, I was there for a few weeks, and every game we played, there was NBA scouts at because yeah. of Karan and Demar. But um, uh, he Max left to go to UNLV, so the job fell through. So I became a junior college coach at St. Catherine College in Kentucky. It's in Washington County. Springfield doesn't exist anymore. That's, 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 where, that's Neil, where Neil went to school. Yeah. Yeah, really? he, he was yeah. A, he was a uh, he was their – Soccer guy. Yeah, he, he was their goalkeeper for their soccer yeah. team. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
cool place. I mean, there's all kinds of stories. It's a uh, Catholic school. It's a Franciscan sisterhood school. Um, you know, it's we had. You know, I don't know, you guys may remember these names. We had Joe Sykes, who uh, played at North Harden, who's committed to Louisville. He was there. We had Derek Huff, who played at Fern Creek, he ended up playing at uh, Wisconsin Milwaukee for Bruce Pearl. But uh, um, I remember it was, just, it was just a great experience. I mean, we had literally there was this little Chevron station down in Springfield called Critters. And it was exactly what it sounds like. Critters was like they had a poker game on Friday nights in the back room. And um, well, that's where we had to go. If, I, if somebody sprung, sprung their ankle, we had to go down to Critters and buy a 99-cent bag of ice. <laughs> we didn't have an ice machine. Uh, during Christmas break, uh, you know, I'm down in the kitchen making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and turkey and ham and cheese sandwiches yep. for our guys. I mean, it was just like there's middle school jobs that were more funded than that job. But, uh, you know, we were 27 and 10 and we're one shot away from going to the national tournament out in Hutchinson, Kansas. A kid named John Grice, I think that was his name, played at, uh, Southwest Tennessee at the end. It was Shelby state. He had a 65 footer at the buzzer oh. in the region seven championship game. But anyways, from there went to Campbellsville for two months. Uh, that was right when Travis left Campbellsville to take the EKU job. Okay. Keith Atkins was his assistant. Keith Atkins is a paintsful guy. Played at uh, Notre Dame, UNC Wilmington, um and uh keith got the head job and he didn't go with travis he stayed and got the head job Campbellsville hired me as the assistant two months into that um happy called and said hey come back to your alma mater because i graduated from georgetown and i was coached there for seven years i worked my way up to be associate head coach head coach in waiting and um you know i love happy happy's one of my best friends yeah. uh he's in my wedding groomsman in my wedding and um now you were at you were at Georgetown when when Billy Ray was there. Yeah, well, I was a student with Billy Ray. I'm a year older than Billy Ray. Okay, so um, I wasn't very good as a player. I played in one college game, um, and Billy Ray was on that was on the floor when I was in actually. But uh, I was I, I I got into coaching by being a student assistant by sure. being a manager. Yeah. Uh, my senior year in high school at Scott County, I broke my ankle four days after I got out of that cast. I broke my the same foot oh. four weeks in a cast. I was a total of eleven weeks in a cast. So I didn't get to play. And I wasn't going to go to college anyway. So I always wanted to coach since I was eight years old. And um, so this is just the way I was humble enough already to say, hey, I don't care to watch jocks and socks, whatever it takes, you know. So sure. that's how I got into coaching. Nice. And um, so anyways, after uh, after 2007, we had a, uh, our, we have two children. My wife and I have been married 19 years. Her name is Lori Beth. Our son is 16. Heck of a baseball player. Uh, I'm really proud of him. Uh, I think he's a heck of a baseball player. He's a freshman, mm -hmm. and um, our daughter's twelve. She's a she's a baller. She she loves hoops. Um, and did you um, say she loves hoops? Uh, yeah, loves ate up with it. Good, ate up with it. So she's going to be special. Her goal is to play for Louisville. Uh, Costa Robinson, who's there, is like her mentor. They're good good friends. You going to get to coach her this year, Adam? What grade? She's going to be a seventh grader. I coached sixth grade. Yeah, she's a sixth grader now. So uh, she played on all three teams last year at Ashland, <laughs> and she plays for West Virginia Thunder. She's got she's a practice uh, right now, a good, actually. Yeah. So Thunder's a good organization. Yeah. So, um, but Jace, when he was born, he 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 uh, he died three times, and they brought him back to life three times. Oh wow! He was a NICU baby for eleven days, I think, 10, 11 days, and um, I I panicked. I was like, okay, God, I hear you. No balance in my life. My wife is second to basketball. Now's the point I got to change. You know, I had to get back to my homeostasis point. I had to, mm -hmm. what does balance feel like, look like? And I panicked and I got out of coaching. And that was a mistake. I should have taken some time. And, um, but I got out, became a financial advisor for seven years, downtown Lexington. And uh, God did not create me to be wealthy. <laughs> um, I hear you. You know, so uh, I made more money than I've ever made. But uh, I was also uh, – I, I never quite could get a rhythm with the tax thing. <laughs> you know, when you're in business for yourself, you better understand taxes. But, uh, you know, I just – I was miserable. And yeah. I volunteered one year at LCA with Nate Valentine. And we had Kyle Rode, who's, who's at Liberty. We had uh, Matt Rose, who played at Lipscomb and Samford. And um, I wet my beak, so to speak, for coaching again and – and 15, a friend of mine at Valdosta State, Mike Helfer, called and, and said, look, I'll give you a month to decide. Job's yours. And I said, Lori, don't slap me. <laughs> what would you say about me going 10 hours away and coaching college basketball again? And her dad had just died, and she knew that her dad wanted me to go back into coaching. 
and my wife's from Powell County. Okay. So my mother-in-law lives 15 miles from me. Right? I got you. She lives right behind uh, Powell County High School. Oh, okay. And the Ray Rogers Insurance Agency is my is named after my father-in-law. Now my brother-in-law Tim Rogers runs it. So um, that's one of the reasons we came here. But um, Tim was a baseball coach uh, at Powell County. But um, she uh, she said absolutely, let's do it. And I had her blessing. Um, there were rough times in our marriage during that time, but I was I, I commuted for two years, ten hours back and forth. Yeah, you know there were there were times where it was three weeks before I could get home. There were times I get home every five or six days, and um, you know that Cadillac CTS I had, I think I put a hundred thousand miles on it in two years. <laughs> so uh, I own shares of stock in I seventy five. But uh, I can tell you the rest areas to go to, to not go to. I can tell you the gas stations to go to. And I, right. I can tell you who has the best coffee. I can tell you the best Dunkin' Donuts place to stop. But anyways, um, we set an all-time wins record there. We won 26 games our second year. We totally revamped recruiting, and it was an awesome place. Yeah. If you ever go south on 75, going to Florida, Valdosta is the last city. And mile marker eight, uh, 21, 18, 16, and 13. On 75, as you get to the Florida state line, it is a great town. It is a I great town. I could retire there. And they give a lot of speeding tickets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sound like you've been pulled over. That's Georgia Maybe State just Trooper, a couple times. That's Georgia State Trooper, though. But, I mean, it's just because you get south of Macon, man. It's like driving through Kansas. I mean, you could go, you could fall asleep, hands off the wheel, and yeah. still end up 50 miles down the this road. This is true. The same length. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a great town, great food town. I'm a big foodie guy. I love food. And uh, great food town and just a great sport. They had 15,000 students there. They had 6,000 6, arena. And then, uh, but, you know, marriage isn't made to be lived 10 hours away from each other. So we, uh, I took the job as associate coach at Kentucky Wesleyan with Happy. And that was the season that he quit um, due to medical reasons, six mm-hmm. games in the season. So I become the interim head coach at the, all, the winningest program in Division Two history. Didn't recruit any of the kids. Didn't get there till August. It was a uh, – there's so many things I did wrong. So many things the players did wrong. So, so many things I reacted to the wrong way. It was, it was just a huge learning experience now, hindsight. But um, I didn't get the job. I finished one game under 500, the only season in my coaching career that wasn't a winning season. And um, That's pretty good, Mark. Yeah, it's actually one of the few seasons. It's only one of two seasons that wasn't a 20-win season. So um, that take uh, the job at Ashland. I was, could have went to some Division One schools that were, again, 15 hours away, 12 hours away. Had buddies that were coaching at Florida, you know, South Alabama, Florida Gulf Coast, and went down there and had some talks and discussions. And my wife had a really good job in Georgetown at elementary school as a principal. She got to build the school, literally yeah, build gotcha. the school. And um, I just wasn't at peace with it. And so Ashlyn called, hired us, hired her as a school administrator, hired me as a teacher and a coach. And we had a great four-year run. Had a rough last year, <laughs> obviously, um, you know, but uh, – God is great, and um, you know He is. Uh, he is. He's pruned me for greater things. I, am, I have faith in that, and um, I am so excited to be here. High school basketball is where I can have an impact. Yeah, um, it's not college; it's high school. Um, I never thought I would enjoy the front end of developing players at the high school level because for years I was always on the back end of that where we're, we're taking a high school kid as a recruit. Right, and, right, right. You know, getting, giving him a scholarship and playing. The front end is so rewarding. And, you know, I think back to my, when I was coaching college, the players that were our best players that I loved, had great relationships with, I may have been their best friend, but there was not going to be anything that replaced their relationship with their high school coach. Yeah. Like, Billy Ray Fonz would have – would have given a kidney to Bart Risen. Still would. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, you know, Todd Cox from Harlan to Mike Jones, you know, Will Carlton. I mean, there's nothing he wouldn't do for Glenn Jury at Anderson County. That's you know, where, so that was uh that's where I went to school. Yeah. So I mean where there was a will, uh, there was a way. Oh man, he was so good. But anyways, you know, really I just realized that high school is where God wants me to be. It's where the impact can be. It's sort of where, you know, I can do his his work, you know, through yeah. coaching and mentoring young people through the game of basketball. So love this town, love this community so much I don't know, so many people I don't know. I tell people all the time, when you move to a new town, it's a blessing and a curse. You don't know everybody. Well, that's a good thing too, you know. But, <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> but um, people have been so welcoming. I mean, the facilities at that place, at that high school, are top five 
in Kentucky. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, you guys need to be on your hands and knees thanking school board <laughs> members for investing in student-athletes in this community. I, yeah. I, I always see, like, I see so many people that are writers. Um, the last one I saw was Evan Denniston that uh, – that, uh, wrote for the ledger in Mason County. Now he's up in Northern Kentucky. And he said, I always like coming down to Montgomery County because it looks like a small college campus. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything is just right there. And it's, it's so you're right. We, we, we have been pretty blessed to have that type of facility mm-hmm. be able to be dropped in our lap. Um, and, 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 and kept it, you know, it's, it's 10 years old, 15 years 15. old. Yeah. 15 years old. Uh, and kept it in the condition that it's oh. in. Um, so it's, it's, it's amazing, but we, I mean, the barn, as, the barn looks brand new. The barn looks great. I mean, it, it really barn, does. Yeah. The football field, new turf, they're putting a new track in this June, you know, brand new track. I mean, guys, it is the creme de la creme yeah. of KHSA yeah. facilities. Well, I am telling you right well, here. Mount Sterling. Speaking of the barn. Exactly. Uh, that's where I was going to go. Are we like, going to have a regular season game in the barn? Okay, we get the there, just, just, just between there. us. Yeah. <laughs> right, I like it when podcast guys say just between, just us. between us. We won't I, tell anybody. I'm trying to get Mason County to play us in the barn. Nice. A, we need to play Mason County. Right, every year. Um, and so here's my pitch to Mason County: is we'll play in your. They're they're starting the MCIT. Remember back in the eighties yeah. and nineties, used to have the Mason County Invitational Tournament, mm-hmm. and it was comprised mainly of tenth region teams. Mm-hmm. They're wanting to get back to that. And it's the it's postseason, so it's uh, post Christmas. Sorry, and we're I, it fits our schedule. So I'm like, hey, I'll commit to that every year, as long as we play home and home every year. So this year you come here, we're gonna play in the barn. And then next year we're playing the MCIT, and we'll come to the field house. And next year let's just do it. Let's just book it next umpteen years. Let's do it. Right. And there's no reason that game's not played. Yeah. And um, Coach Kirk is a is a really good coach, um, and uh, I know him well. And hopefully he'll get back to me, and we can we can work on that. Well, but, and uh, and I'm sure that's the pitch. I'm sure it's not much different than in college when you're making that same pitch. It's what's in it for me, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, Mason County's typically been a better ball club than us, mm-hmm. and that they're like, I don't. I don't really need you on my schedule. I need I need competition. Well, you being here, we feel like that we're going to be yeah. competition. Yeah, right. Hope so. Uh, there's there's only one way to get better, and, and I mean I've coached, and that's to play the best. Iron sharpens iron. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so so you know I totally understand where you're yeah. coming from from that, and and being that it's in two iconic. Gyms, right. really, no, uh, for that house. matter. The field house is unbelievable. Do you get, were you guys at the game in Billy Ray at 47 against Mason County in regional finals in 1995? Yes. Was I was a not, me, me and Billy Ray graduated together. Was that not one of the best high school games you've ever seen? Ever. And, it was and, unbelievable. And, 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 and the atmosphere overtime, was that much better. Overtime. It was unbelievable. It was, I, it was a blue blazing degrees. In the in only there. time I saw Billy Ray play was at the uh, – Convention Center in Frankfurt at the All A Classic yeah. that year. I, I did see that, but I didn't I, like. I wasn't from McGammer County at that point, so I didn't see that. But but I remember watching him play. We have good players in that locker room right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we had. I, 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 I was a little bit late today. Sorry about that. But no. I had a parent meeting which followed our, our workout. We're today we had our third workout, doing a lot of skill training on the floor. Just, you know, 55-minute to an hour workouts, uh, high intensities, getting a lot of shots up and moves off the off the dribble kind of stuff. But they're, they're working their tails off. We had 16 kids at that workout today. Um, that's a high number um, for this time of the year when it's not mandatory. Right. And, um, you know, we got to get the numbers, the participation numbers back up in this program. we got 1,250 kids in the school. There's no reason we don't have a freshman team. Right. You know, I mean um, – so we just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a lot of the middle schoolers over and just getting them engaged. But I'm telling you right now, there are three kids in that locker room, and there might be more. I've only seen them three times, but um, I'm not going to say names right now. But there are three kids in the locker room right now that will play at the next level. They will, at various levels. Completely you know? agree. But um, uh, there's talent is there. Um, 
Uh, it's just facilities are there, talents there. And one, of the, there's three reasons we took. My, when I say we, my wife and I, we took we we decided to make this jump. One, um, I'll work in reverse in order of priority. So the third most important reason was we were going to be close to our families. Right. Her mom is, uh, Lord, if her mom listens to this, she's going to shoot me. Her mom's 78. And, um, Lori, Beautiful. Lori, Beautiful. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. Hey, let me lovely tell you something. She's, she's an awesome woman. And, um, um, you know, she, uh, I'm one of those rare, have one of those rare marriages where I, I love my mom and dad, but I also love my mother-in-law. Yeah. And, and that love, is rare. Love, loved my father-in-law, you know, before he passed. But, um, you know, she's closer to her mother and now she can help be more active in taking care of her, taking her doctor's appointments and helping her at home because she lives at home alone. Recording yeah. you know? stopped. Keep going. Okay. Um, but uh, we, re- we reached our limit on uh, YouTube or on uh, Zoom. That's right. <laughs> so the, uh, my mom and dad live in Georgetown. So, um, you know, we're 40 minutes from then, 35 minutes from then. Second, the second most important reason we took it was um, the community. This there's no other high school here. Yeah. Um, right. The middle school has 1,100 students in it. Right. I mean, are you kidding me? Right. I mean, and that facility over there is nice, and it's all on one campus. Um, this place is just screaming for winning. Yeah. And I'm not just saying basketball. It's starving. Yeah. I for mean, winning. Baseball, That's that. football, girl, softball, girls basketball. I mean, I, I mean, I, don't, I I I don't know, guys. It's probably the most successful program. Been girls basketball program probably that a decade or that so and softball softball maybe. Yeah. that and softball yeah. their soccer team soccer team the boys soccer team yeah, I, mean, coach, coach I think Hall? the baseball team a couple coach, of years coach ago Hall had does a uh, the, the, the does the uh, middle school and then assists with uh, coach Miles yeah so you know I'm I'm still learning I didn't mean to offend anybody leave anybody out but no, no. but I mean you're gonna have that arena you're gonna have the boy and and I mean come on the people would love. To go get some fried chicken and then go to, to the ball game on Friday night right, here. Right. Don't tell me they would. Speaking Don't of fried tell me chicken, <laughs> I mean, you said you're not here, so let me give you a tip. Lee's chicken. I've if, heard about it. If you want it, I've heard you got to go at odd times. <laughs> you got to go at odd times. Yeah, because Why? if you go, it'll take you an hour to get through. If line. you go through lunch and dinner time, it's going to take you 45 minutes easy in the drive-through. <laughs> so you got to go. Well, the inside, place the inside is open now, but. It was closed for a long time during COVID, and that was the that was the place that was the creme de la creme so, in Mount Sterling. So, hey, Lee, Lisa, we're giving you a lot of pub right here. I'm looking for a sponsor for the uh, Joe B. Hall Classic and the Gateway Invitation. Exactly, I know the owner. Um, you know the the funny thing about it is is they they brought in a uh, what was that other uh, oh Bojangles? Yeah, they Bo brought Jangles. in a Bojangles. It did not last long. Six months. Yeah, Bojangle. Yeah. So you See, everybody have, loves a winner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly you all right. have Chick Fil A in Ashland, right? We have a very busy Chick Fil A. So Lee's is their Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. it's always and they busy. have not completely figured out the whole line issue because Chick Fil A has it perfected. Oh man, I'm telling you what, Chick Fil A is what do they call it? Six Sigma, the Japanese efficiency <laughs> yeah. production. They've got that stuff figured out, right? <laughs> but I mean, they they did they Lee's did take take the money they made during COVID because it was a lot, and they moved the the um, drive through drive through back, back yes. about twenty feet. Just so they could get more cars in to go all, yeah, it's incredible. But so I, I, I'm, I'm curious. So you're, you're taking over a new program. Mm-hmm. You kind of touched on it a little bit. What's what is step one, right? Like, what's the first thing? I, I'm I'm walking in as a new coach. I'm sitting down at the desk, and the first thing I've got to do. Is what? Man, hmm. this guy was posting on Twitter before the ink was dry on the contract. <laughs> like, he, the way you brought it, one, to get the community involved right off the bat. I think social media is important. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, that's not the answer to your question. No. That's sort of a uh, – and that takes a Break. lot of work, by it, the way. It, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, there's four of us, and it's hard for us to keep up it's, with it. It's, um, it's something that you have to block time. I have to block time. So I have to program what I'm going to do. Canva.com is my best friend. I've gotten pretty good at designing some digital stuff on that. And, um, you know, so I just I think ahead and sort of program what I want to post. And it's a great way to, to, to control a message that you want the community to know right. about. Yeah. So, but anyways, the answer to your question is not to overthink things. I think a lot of coaches make this mistake, and I would have made it as well when I was younger. 
is not come in with um, a loaded gun ready to fire all your bullets on, we're going to do this, 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 this. I think you just sort of have to be. And you just have to enjoy the status of just showing up, working the kids out hard with a purpose, but getting to know them, sitting and talking to them in the locker room, had a parent meeting tonight, you know, having what we call courageous conversations with the parents, um, very transparent as a coach. In high school, you have to be yeah. right, nowadays. Yeah. Because um, everybody thinks their child is Michael Jordan sometimes. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> here, here's something that's uh, – I was just telling him this. Parents are never going to love their son – I'm sorry, that's a terrible way to start out. Parents are never <laughs> going to love the team, their son's team, as much as they love their son. Right. right. And as a coach, I'm never going to love their son as much as I love the team. So there is a gulf that exists between coaches and parents that can never be bridged. Because it would require a compromise on one party that shouldn't have to happen. Right. You don't ever want a parent to love uh, somebody else's kids more than their own. You don't want, as a coach, you don't want to love a certain kid more than your team. So, um, you know, I, and we had that conversation with our parents. It's just, it's never going to be completely bridged, that gulf. But the goal is to get as close to one another as we can. Yeah. And that has to be good enough. And so, Parents are a huge part of a high school program. Uh, Twenty-five years ago, I would, you know, coaches would have said they are not going to be any part of the program. You know, it was just a different time. Um, now you have to have parents. One of the reasons we were so good in Ashland is because our parent infrastructure, and I, I use a technical term, parent infrastructure, whether that's parent meetings, we have open meetings three or four times a year whether it's the, the volunteer activities that the parents would do. Well, I have open practices, workouts practices. Like, no one believes me on this. Call my Ashland parents. They'll tell you, yeah, it's true. If you guys want to bring some popcorn and sit over in the corner and watch practice Monday through Friday, knock yourself out. All right? Same with parents. I want them to see what their son's doing. Yeah. yeah. A, I want them yeah. to see that he's not as good a player as you think he is, or B, He's as good as I'm telling you he is. Yeah. You know, I want him to see how hard it is. I want him to see how regimented it is. I want him to see the discipline, the commitment, the sacrifice that, that goes on into um, being a part of, you know, our program. And there's why would I not want them to see right. that? And if, if you, as a, as a parent, have an open mind, mm-hmm. what you're watching, it's going to stand out who the best players are and who the ones that are struggling. It's going to stand out. If you're open-minded about it. Well, there's a phrase. I don't like the phrase, it is what it is. But it is applicable to the word talent. Yeah. Talent. It is what it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can develop some of it. But I, I tell parents all the time, too. I said, listen, it's it's not right for you to expect your child to be better than you were. Yeah. Right. Very right. logical. Yeah. Now, I don't want to come off as anti-parent. I'm not, I, I, so far, I really enjoy the parents that we have. And we've got a lot of... Uh, energetic, high en- you know, high energy working uh, parents that have sacrificed, and I think we're going to have a really strong parent group here at Montgomery yeah. County. I can already tell that, and that excites me because that usually means that the kids are going to be bought in as well. Right. So, um, but uh, the first thing is just 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 to let natural things happen. Yeah. Like the most important thing is for Brecken Decker and Luke Fawns and Dawson Gentry and. Um, you know, there's a, uh, there's a freshman, Cole Rose, you know, I think he's a pretty good football player. Just to say, have some conversations with Coach Mays. I mean, it lasts 30 seconds, but that's the most important thing that can happen right now. And then technically, you know, in coaching, there's an art and there's a science. Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, the science is important too right now, and that is our organization. So our calendar's up and our, our communication system is up. They have an, a mobile app that the parents and the kids are on. Um, so everything's organized. They can plan ahead. Um, once I get my summer schedule finalized, they'll be able to plan all the way to the start of school in August, you know, as far as when we're doing things, whether it's strength training or skill workouts or June games and team camps, whatever it is, um, they'll be able to, and I think parents appreciate that. Um, so that's you know the technical side of it. You know I got to get our schedule for next year finalized. I got to get our summer schedule finalized. I've got to um, start fundraising. 
you know, we gotta, I, I, I got to raise quite a bit of money because um, I'm unapologetic about this, but I spend a lot of money, you know, on high school kids yeah. uh, because they feel invested in. Absolutely. And a, yeah. kid, a kid that feels invested in is going to play harder for you. It's going to mean more to him. It's going to mean more to his parents. Parents appreciate you investing in their kids. Um, but a lot of times when you invest in a kid athletically at the high school uh, level, it means you have to go out and you have to be creative with your fundraising. And, and um, so I got, you know, I got to start that. There's an art and science to that as well. But really, the most important thing right now is just the art of coaching, and that is developing relationships with the kids. And you don't want to communicate as much as you connect. Yeah. You know, there's communication and connection are two different things. When I communicate. To you, Wes, you know, I'm talking to you, I'm talking at you, but when I connect with you, Wes, I'm talking, you know, with you. Right. You know, there's a, there's something more than just words being exchanged between us. And so, you know, that's the most important thing I can do right now is connect with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. Um, again, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about it for sure. Well, um, thank you. I know my wife and I are, she can't wait. She hadn't been here yet. She hadn't met the kids. And she's like, she's like, Miss, like, teen mom. Like, she's, that's, she relishes in the role and it's driving her crazy. So, does she like bake cookies for the team and all that good stuff? She's not a, my, she's gonna kill me. Um, she's not a, um, Holly housemaker. Not, and, and I probably just made some people mad by saying that, that, but she's, that's not what, she's so busy. Right. Like, we're not the fan, our house is lived in. Like, we're not the family that dusts every week. We're not the family. I mean, when we do laundry, it's because we don't have anything clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all get that. Uh, know all about that. And she's going, oh, I cannot believe you're saying that. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's just um, she is – she her my schedule is her schedule. Her, our kids' schedule is her schedule. Yeah. You know, she is the most yeah, – I can't wait for people to meet her. She's the – I married the sweetest woman I've ever met. I married the sweetest woman I've ever met. And she's a principal. She's a nice principal, though. Kids love her. <laughs> Kids love her. That's rare. You know, and she's a hugger, you know, and she, you know, these middle schoolers sometimes, she was at Ashland Middle School for a while, you know, they're in that awkward phase where hugging's not cool when she just goes up and hugs them and embarrasses the heck out of them. But, um, you know, we're, you know, we're, gonna, we're looking for church home. Uh, our church community is very important to us, whether we're, wherever we've lived, whether it was in Georgetown or... Even me, you know, on my own about Oster or Owensboro, but uh, we found a, a good church family in yeah. uh, in Ashland. Um, you know, so we're we're going to be looking for a new church community. Um, and our kids are active in youth, and well, um, hope, hopefully, you give us a try here at LWC. We are, we've heard a lot of good things yeah. about uh, several churches here, but yeah. you know, Living Waters is one of the ones we've heard about. And um, you know, we we like to think of what we do. Um, again, we, my wife and I. Is that's this is our ministry? Yeah. You know, this is what God wants us to do is to is to impact people through coaching. Yeah. yeah. And um, so that's that's what we're relegated to, and that's what we that's what gets us up in the morning. And um, well, I, don't know. I mean, giving back to kids in today's society is so important because you know having that. You're a you're a dad away from dad, right? Like you're a second dad to a lot of these guys, and and you know I don't know these guys. I'm not saying this out of order, but you might be a dad to some of these guys, you know, in the, in the physical term or mental, spiritual term, whatever. And having the faith, you know, I'm I mean we're we're all you know big Christians, um, and it's a big driving force of my day to day life. And um, that's great. That's that to me is like a top priority when you're when you're coaching and student athletes now are accustomed to that Tim Tebow changed that philosophy boy didn't he because before that you never heard it now you hear it all the time we talked about on the show a couple of weeks ago how um you know some of the guys in the UFC the first thing they after they won their match they were thanking their lord and savior Jesus Christ and then Dana uh What's his name? Dana White. Dana White is like, well, nobody wants to hear about Jesus, all this and that. Well, that, no, they do. You know, that in today's society, people do want to hear about that. So so that's a that's a big deal. And, you know, teaching your your players about Jesus is 
it's huge, you know. And I love that. I, I absolutely love that. And because you've been to a lot of different places, you had a crappy year, you know, you're 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 coming off of a bad year, and we all know how you get through that. Mm-hmm. Jesus gets you through that. Mm-hmm. And and I've I've been in those situations the exact same way, and I look back over the years and I think about that time or this time, and I'm like, man, that would have been so different if I didn't have Jesus as my Lord and Savior. You know, yeah. you so. know, it's it's great that I can come in a place like this and talk about my faith because you know I relish that, and um, you know, think I'm grateful for the opportunity to do that. But yeah, you know, we have to be careful, and as a public educator, you know, you have to respect our constitution and our laws and um you know so you have to be smart how you um how you talk about your faith how you share your faith you have to be smart you do i mean it's just a fact yeah um but it's never stopped me from um being in closed doors in the locker room and whether it's in our leadership development sessions uh, you know i'm coming from a program in ashland where we had team-led devotions not coach-led team-led yeah coaches weren't invited um you know, I mean, Colin Porter's at liberty right now because of his faith. You know, it fit who he was. Cole Villers is is one of the most fierce competitors I've ever met in my life. And it also is one of the strongest Christians for his age I've ever met in my life. Um, lives on faith. Yeah. And Ethan Sellers is at Cedarville on scholarship playing basketball right now and may go into ministry. You yeah. know, and so th- don't tell me about high school basketball can't impact lives. Right, I've seen right. it. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me high school basketball can't help change a community. Don't tell me high school basketball can't help family infrastructures. Right. Don't tell me high school basketball can't take away sorrow and sadness and replace it with joy. Yeah. I've seen it. Right. I've seen it. You know, and somebody's got to do it. Yeah. You know, why not me? Right. You know, so. Absolutely. Um, and, and I just hope that Montgomery County is, 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 is ready for those messages. And because, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to get pumped. We're going to get punched in the nose this year. You know, we're, we're starting over. We're hitting the reset button. And that has, that has nothing to do with my predecessor whatsoever. Um, you know, I, I know him and he's a very good man, Christian in his own right. Um, good family man. But, uh, you know, his coaching business is rough. You know, I, I tell people all the time, coaches aren't protected. We're not, you know, um, <laughs> we're not protected. Uh, it's a it's a cover your rear end kind of world. Right. And if you put an administrator in a situation, they're going to cover their rear end as they should now, yeah. you know, because um, they're not going to cover yours. So you have to be careful about what you say. You have to choose your words wisely. You have to think about your thoughts. Um, and uh you know, these kids, they go home and they talk to their parents about things. Right. And they're going to take things out of context. Yep. And so you have to, you know, be smart in how you communicate. True. Because the what you tell them is never going to get repeated the way that yeah. it was told, you know. <laughs> it just That's just the way it is. I mean, you know? so little of basketball is about X's and O's and making an after-timeout play, you know, draw up. You know, what we're talking about, this, this has nothing to do about X's and O's. You know, yeah. it's all about – life skills and leadership development and and that's what coaching is and grooming young men to become grown men you know yeah i get that for sure so i don't know what i don't know what your time limit is i was supposed to have a meeting at eight o'clock i just texted him and and so i'm late for that meeting so we're okay we'll wrap wrap it up here Um, well, but I was late to you guys. So. No, you're fine. I mean, we're definitely. I mean, I, I think we can I, do it again, as we've said before. I, and that's that was a, a question that we were going to ask. I mean, by by all means, um, you know, we we would love to have you back on. You know, uh, after the first part of the season or after the schedule comes out, we can kind of yeah. you know go through it or whatnot. But uh, we'd love to ha- continue to have you on. Uh, well, we we are going to try to have a lot more other coaches on. Right. Um, and and. We just are appreciative that you were the first one, um, and uh, I think I speak for everybody that, like we said, Montgomery County is, um, I think, very excited. Uh, the social media, social? As the social so- media, so- so- words are hard. Sammy Sosa is is incredible because uh, t- nobody's seen that yet. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we've been through a few coaches um, since Bart, and Bart was a legend. And but they, that just wasn't in place then. And, and 
Guys, we hope you enjoyed the interview that we had with Coach Jason Mays, the new Montgomery County uh, men's basketball coach. Uh, man, that was a lot of fun. I mean, I got the gooseies. I mean, yeah, you, you, you just—it's like okay, well, well, um, there's going to be more nights. I'm going to be gone in the winter. Can I pass? Can I pass for a? Can I pass for a 17, 18 year old? I'm just going to go play for him right now. I want to coach I, with him. I mean, I just. I that would be even better. Boys, I want the boys to be a little bit older so they can play for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm, right. They, it's time for old dad to pass the torch. Yeah. They can go play for Coach Mays. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, uh, that's really exciting. Really exciting. Um, I think he enjoyed being on the show. Uh, he kind of felt like a natural fit, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, right. Um, very comfortable with us. Uh, I thought that was fantastic. Um, answered every question that we asked. Obviously, there were other questions I wanted to ask, but we wouldn't. We're not there yet. Um, it didn't really fit. I, I, I would really like to know that if he, if he ever thinks if uh, NIL will ever affect high school basketball, right? Yeah. Uh, but we just it just never really got to that path. Um, but he's all about being on the show again, and I love that. Um, so I'd like to. And he said he would bring some players. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Look for the. Corner to corner player section. Dude, I'm telling you, we're, we're going to become a local celebrity. Bring some players else, right? on the podcast. That's what he's saying. That's, yeah, okay. That's yeah. what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have some of the team on the podcast. And then, you know, some potential big news that we cannot share right now, but maybe. Maybe it happen. It'd be fantastic, right? It, it would be. It would be pretty incredible. Yeah, it'd be huge for the podcast. That's for sure. We're 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 all about it. We're we're team Maze at this point. Yeah. So. The Moco Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.